Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> Boogie in your hot tub. What's up? That's what we're going to do tonight, baby. Hot tub night, baby. How about a vacation right there in your own backyard? You know what I'm talking about, a Southern Comfort hot tub. What the worries of the world to just melt away? Getting your Southern Comfort hot tub is going to happen. Think you can't afford a hot tub? I want you to think again because hot tubs as low as $65 a month. We love ours. You're going to love yours, too. And with 12 months, same as cash, Todd Gibson and the crew down at Southern Comfort hot tub, they make it easy for any family to have one. 7501 Preston Highway. Get yours today. Upgrade your family life immediately. All right, it is oh, time. Boy. It's Friday, so it's time for the Crusade for Children. I just, I just noticed. What? Usually I'm in right field and no balls ever come this way, hardly mm-hmm. ever. Well, not until after the game. Excuse me? And then, um, what? What? And now... Sphincter say what? Now I look and it's just me and Dave, so I'm going to have to move over to center field I, uh, and expose how horrible I I just I texted Ian and said, come to the studio, oh, and there, there he is. is. Okay, there he right, is. Right. <laughs> there he is. Whatever it is, I already don't like no, it. Yes, I, don't and I get a text no. from yeah. Tony Vanetti yeah. that just no. says, come, come to, the to the studio. studio. Nothing think good might be is going to happen. No, this is not that bad. Listen, I just started medical school at JCC, and I'm going to give you a physical. I think it's fair for for him to I'm walk te- in and go, what did you do? Right. <laughs> well, I, no, I don't want to know what he did because I don't want to be involved in whatever HR nightmare like, is coming. It's just a couple of meetings, Ian. You're okay. No, I don't have it's, time for those meetings well, today. You and the make, looks that you get. You got to make time for the fun meetings. No. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. What, I don't know what this means, but you need to help these two for Crusade yes. for Children trivia. Ah, okay. okay. Is okay. that what we're doing? All That's right. what, what we're, we're doing. doing. Let's get the music going. We are at $460 for the Crusade for Children. We'll go to 480 if you get eight of the next 10 questions correctly. You know, I have picked the questions. You know, on track and field, like in running, you have an anchor? Mm, yes. I'm the anchor on this, so I'm like the most... Mm. They, that's what they call me. It, they it call me the feel, anchor. It kind of feels like you used the wrong analogy they there. Call, they oh, you're an anchor. Said, hey, hey, like, you know in boats <laughs> yeah, where they right. have an anchor? Right, right. Well, yeah, just throw me over <laughs> there. No, no, no. That's Dwight's laptop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sputnik. I, yeah, that's what I heard. It's got a new nickname. Right. Or is that not new? I don't know. Yeah, the right. WeWin.com. We win. Okay. We uh, Isaacs and Isaacs. WeWin.com laptop. Here we go. Question one. I haven't done this for a month. How many calories are stored in one pound of body fat? Uh, 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 I have three choices for you. 3,500. I have three choices for you. Okay. 2,500, 3,000, or 3,500? 3,500. I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Used to have a lot of body fat, but now most of it is gone. He sounds pretty certain. Let's go 3,500. There was a time... 
that I would never think that Dwight was so in tune with fitness and, uh, and what was going on that he was like, oh, that's easy, 3,500. Okay. Yeah. Can you imagine the nightmare the in his house answer. when it's, no, there's too many calories no, in there? I, I counted them all. I can't have that orange juice. It's too much calories. Yeah. I want my Here, work Susan, done. Susan, eat this. What? Well, it's not like life with me is fun in general anyway, well, you know. Okay. That's what's upsetting, the calories. Ian, you're up. Yes, All here right. we go, Ian. Sports ball. What is the capital of Maryland? The capital of Maryland. And why would you think I would know that? Well, because you're good at uh, geometry. Oh, okay. Well, well you were um, just next. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I... Uh, you want to defer? No, I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, Home of the Ravens, Baltimore. That's what Maryland. I would say, right? I'd say Baltimore, but... It, it, is it, isn't there a, a big military uh, thing featured there? I don't know. Um, like Maryland. army, I think. Right, it's a beautiful place to see well, a football no, game. It's not the army. Oh no, that's the navy. It's the navy. Yes. The what navy. is it, Dave? You can sail the seven seas to Annapolis. Wait, Annapolis. So, Annapolis or Baltimore, Wait, what's that, the final choice? Wait a minute, isn't that in Indiana? That's no, where the Colts play. No, that's no. right. That's Apple, Indianapolis. Annapolis Colts. Like Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. In the Apples. In the Apples. In the Apples. All right, what's the I, final answer? I, I have no idea which one it is. So, if Dave thinks it's Annapolis, we'll go with that. Let's Dave, go with you. A, make the call, Dave. Annapolis. Annapolis. Oh, there okay. yeah, you go. There we go. I've never been to Maryland. Baltimore is no a good call because Annapolis yeah. is not very big. It's no. it's, it's small. It's uh, it's the Frankfurt of Maryland. It's uh it's beautiful, by the way. Well, just yeah. like Frankfurt. Uh, when you drive into Annapolis, <laughs> they, you have the sign, you know, and normally you say founded in 1982, like whatever, Lyndon. This is founded in 1707. You know, you're just mm-hmm. like, oh my god, and you know the HOA. Oh, brother. Does he do this in the studio a lot? Yeah, he's I'm practicing. Pra- I'm practicing for my barista license. Oh. Yeah. How's that look? Takes more training than that. Keep practicing, buddy. Damn it. You know, okay, okay. the wrist was way... Damn it. Right. More right. yellow than someone who right. drinks as much water as you. Right. Mm. Easier to be a brain surgeon than it is a barista. All right. Dave will know this maybe, but you guys can chime in. Here we go. Question three. Okay. The television series Magnum P.I. Yes. Magnum wore a ball cap. Detroit Tigers. I'll go with that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I absolutely. would also. I would also accept a Da Nang Vietnam hat. Did you say Detroit? Yeah. Oh my God, Dwight. Yes. I know that because every time my wife and I make sweet, sweet love, she's repeating over and over, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. So I had to look him um, up. Blue Bloods Tom Selleck or P.I. Tom Selleck? Who knows? She likes both, I think. Right, mm. I think both. <laughs> He's Someone, still got the mustache, yeah. so everybody's in. No, know? she's the one with the mustache. Oh. Usually on Crusade for Children, one of you three, like, rise to the top and you're having a good day. Yeah. Well, today it's Dwight. Yeah. Huh? Today, yeah. today it's Dwight. Yeah. Well, today just, it's Dwight. Not so much the anchor today. Mm. No. Well, multiple time. choice for question number four. Okay. Which actor won Best Actor? Oscar for his performance in The Fugitive. Was it Tommy Lee Jones or Harrison Ford? Ooh. Pretty sure that was Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, I would think so as well. I didn't do it! I don't care. Yes, baby! Best line in the whole movie. Best line no, of the movie. No, the best line in the whole movie is I want to search every outhouse oh, and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty yeah. good. I, I think it's a tie on that. That's yeah, that's pretty good. 
I bet you watch that today. It, it holds up. We watched it in uh, Cabo in October. It holds you, up. You go to Cabo? I never mentioned that. I'm oh, sorry. no. All right. I'll get the music back in a second. I just wanted to pull this out for you guys, and I have to wait hey, for hey, 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 listen, a one HR meeting a day, I, I know okay? it's casual Friday, but... Barring injury is four miles an hour. That gives us a radius of six miles. What I want out of each and every one of you is a hard target search of every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, hen house, outhouse, or dog house in that area. Checkpoints go up at 15 miles. Your fugitive's name is Dr. Richard Kimball. The guy. Such a good movie. It is such. And that train wreck is crazy. It was the one armed awesome. man. One armed man. And he ended up did not do it, by the way. Your final answer is Tommy oh, Lee. Oh, you ruined it for I'm me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. His final answer is Tommy Lee Jones? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert next Come time. Come on, man. Give me some time to watch the damn thing, okay? After being released, the one-armed man went into the wallpaper business. <laughs> no. Uh, the, His name was Inigo Montoya. No, in the, in the, <laughs> alter, the of men. In the alternate ending... To the fugitive, the one-armed man was hiding out in a tree, hanging on a limb. Stop it. So they waved at him. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the whole premise and the evil thing was that the pharmaceutical company was hiding that their pharmaceuticals ah. were, were killing people. That today is like, that's every day. That's every day. Mm-hmm. That's every pharmaceutical company. That doesn't even make headlines it was, anymore. It was so horrible in 1994. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, that goes that's on every day. Right. They actually built into the price of the right. pill for what they have to pay off people. All right, here we go. Question number five. You all are perfect so mm, far. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Ronald Reagan was born in California or Illinois? Well, governor of California. Okay, he's got to step out. Well, Ian's got to step out, so your two brains have to go. Hmm. Uh, I thought he was from California the whole time. I did, I did too. Unless it's one of those born in Illinois, right? Moved to California, King to. I, I want to say California so bad it makes me want to say Illinois. I know. I'm or as we say in the South Dixie, Illinois. Well, let's go, Illinois. Let's do it. California seems too obvious. That's where I met Nancy. Final answer, Illinois. Yep. She had for the birthplace of Ronald Reagan. Yes. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you tease. Oh, my gosh. I it's, tease. The suspense on that was maddening. I know. You can't. Ian, Ian totally paled on you all. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he heard the Ronald Reagan question. He goes, oh. Uh, what was so important that he no, had no, to no. bail? I think he did the fake look at the phone. He did. He pointed at the no, phone I, and goes, I have to. No, I swear. Uh, I looked at it. it, it there was nothing on it. No, no phone. I got to take this call. Mm, got to take this. Question six. Yes. Mm-hmm. George Washington was the first president of the United States. Who was the second? Was that John Adams? <laughs> Dwight's like, you think he's on a dollar bill or something. George Washington had wooden toes. No, teeth. Sure. So, yeah. I think that was made up. I don't think that's true. I don't know. John Adams is what pops to me. And you know George Washington was like six foot four. Hey, George. Back then, you were, that was like, you were a giant... Hmm. I wanted to make it somebody having splinters in their... I can't do it, though. John Adams jumped. That's all I got. 
Final answer. The second president of the United States is John Adams. Yes, Yes. that's what we're saying. John Adams. Bang your dinghy. Bang it. You know you want to. There you go. go. Good job, dude. I couldn't tell you the third, but remember the first two. Quincy Ferguson. Or is it John Quincy Adams? Quincy Ferguson. Quincy Ferguson was the third president of the United States. He was the Dan Quayle of his day. That's like that sounds like a conspiracy show. Quincy Ferguson. Have you heard of him? No. No. Do you know why? He was the actual third, third president, president of the United States. His slogan was Freedom with Ferguson. Cover up? Yeah. Easy to do in 1786. Right. Join us on the Quincy Ferguson podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Promoted on iHeart seventy five times a day. I'm sorry, that sounds too real. It, 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 it sounded, I thought it was. I thought you actually played a promo. Question seven. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Freedom fries. Yes, freedom fries, baby. Woo. French fries originated in what country? Belgium or France? I want to say France, but it makes me want to say Belgium. I thought we did it. Mm-hmm. Why would the French? Aren't Belgium waffles French? Fr- no. Invent freedom fries. Belgium. Um, Belgian waffles. I thought that was us making fun of France by calling yeah, that's them the freedom Belgian fries. Wa- the thick ones. The yeah. thick ones are Belgian waffles. Let's go with uh Let's go. We we'll go Belgium on this. People we'll go. I just didn't think that France would invent their own fries. Let's call let's, them freedom fries. Let's go with Belgium. Let's go with Belgium. Let's it's go just with too Belgium. stupid. Right. French fries originated in Belgium. Is your uh, answer? Is yeah. it French fries or freedom fries? It's freedom French fries, fries dude. Freedom Come fries. on. Oh, you said freedom fries out of the gate. That's what threw me off. I did it for him. For oh, me. Oh, damn uh, right. Freedom fries. French fries. Belgium. I sure. I don't want Shut up. Ah. Thank you. You know why French land's too stupid to come up with something that good? I got to tell you, though, if Belgium came up with French fries and a certain kind of waffle, yeah. I, I kind of want to eat more I, stuff from Belgium. I know. All right, here we go. <laughs> Question eight is multiple choice. So please let me finish. Mm-hmm. You look at me every time. I... What is the national bird of the Bahamas? Is it the barn swallow or the American flamingo? I'm a barn swallow! Got any barns? Very popular in the barn. Um, um, <laughs> let's go flamingo. Not related to the barn, barn spitter. Sta- or the barn spitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's five bucks each out of the No, bay. you can there tell you by the tail. You're right. That's right. Tap me on the wing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to. Let's go with a barn swallow. Oh, it's a flamingo. Oh. American flamingo or the barn swallow? Flam- oh, no, I bet it is. No, flamingo. It's a flamingo. It's, it's tropical. It's the Bahamas. Yeah, but it's flamingo. Correct. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Perfect so far. Uh, Dwight has one in his possession right now, so I think it'll be an easy question. What year was the first Commodore 64 released? Was it 1978 or 1982? 1982. Oh, no, it's 78, isn't it, Dave? Um, Commodore 64. 64. It's just a flip of coin. I'm not sure. 78 sounds too early. That's why it's probably right. No, no, I, I think it's 78 because that's when Macintosh came out in, like, the 80s. Let's, let's go. Yeah, let's go 78. 78. Nineteen seventy-eight. Your answer for the yes. first year the Commodore sixty-four came out. Yes, yep. right. Uh, Nineteen eighty-two. 
We, we, we already won anyway. I've got a, I've got a Commodore 52. All right, this Need last one. Um, okay, listen to the question, please. Okay. Question 10 for Crusade for Children trivia. They've already won, but this is a bonus. There are two teams in the NFL. One, uh, two, I'm sorry, two teams have five Super Bowls and two teams have six Super Bowls. Okay. I don't need to know. Uh, I just need you to name all four, not the ones that have five or not the ones that have six. Okay. I just need to know all four of them. Steelers, Patriots, Patriots Cowboys, Cowboys, 49ers. That's it. Good job, guys. Who Thank has you. who has four, Dave? Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. Did you know that uh, I actually I know one of the owners of the Green Bay Packers. You do. Yeah. His name rhymes with Schmave Schmenning. Thank you. It's actually Dave Jennings. That's where do even, that was not close. Where do sports franchise owners go to get their pizza ingredients? <laughs> Lots of pasta. That's right. right. Becky and I are doing that tonight. So we have two cauliflower crust. You can buy that there. The Carfagna is kind of old-timey pizza sauce, which you get at Lots of Pasta. The shredded mozzarella, the key to it all, which you get at Lots of Pasta. She has olives to put on her side, which you get at Lots of Pasta. And pepperoni on mine. I can slice it as thick as I want, and it's so nice to have a thick piece of meat in your mouth and not have it be greasy. Uh, it really does make dinner night fun. I, we all kind of sit around and everybody wants something different or they just, oh, what's for dinner? What do you do? And it, you're just like, oh, I got a frozen pizza. No, go to lots of pies to get the actual dough like in the old times where they're throwing up and oh, look at these. Hey. Here they go. And they throw it to the ceiling and it drops to the floor. You can do that at home because they have dough balls. That's what Sourdough, I'm saying. Whole wheat, That's regular what I'm ones. saying. It's awesome. So go to Lots of Pasta, Lots of Pasta, Louisville.com, or stop by today at the deli. It's a perfect day to get a sandwich and some soup from the deli. Go to 3717 Lexington Road in the heart of St. Matthew's. Back after this on News Radio 840 WHAS. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's that time of the week, that's right. <laughs> this week in music. That's right. <laughs> Lots of what, what are you guys doing over there? Stupid. We might have partaken in something. Oh, oh. Just I should have just ate one of them. I know. I didn't feel like it was working. Let's get to it because a lot happened. We got very little time on January 10th, 1956. Monumental thing happened. Elvis Presley made his first recordings for RCA Records. He did it at the Methodist Television Radio and TV Studios in Nashville. Okay. Uh, One of the songs he did was this right here, Heartbreak Hotel. It's a song about a man checking in a hotel, walking up, and then walking right out the window and committing committing suicide. suicide, Not too much of a jolly song. If we stay on 19, uh, let's go up to 1958 and stay on January 10th. That's when this man, Jerry Lee Lewis, was number one on the single charts, baby. Weirdo. With this song. What's wrong with marrying your cousin when she's 13? (laughs) Uh, Did she know about the balls? (laughs) 
Lil Pettison will clear that up. Clear it right up, Jerry G. So anyway, Great Balls of Fire, Lewis was the only major white rock and roll star to play a guitar or play a piano instead of a guitar. Oh, okay, that's right. Let's and he t- would set them on fire. Yes, he would. And he also played the organ. Best story about uh, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis is they were arguing on one of these tours. Who goes on first, Chuck Berry or Jerry Lee? Chuck right. Berry, Jerry Lee. Jerry Lee lost. He lit the piano on fire, went nuts, and then he walked up. As he was walking off stage, he patted uh, Chuck Berry on the shoulder and said, Follow that. <laughs> so it wasn't great balls of fire. He went nuts and set the piano on fire. There you go. Let's stay on January 10th, but let's go to 1964. That's when the first Beatles album introducing the Beatles was released on VJ Records. Huge. For a while. Huge. The album showed John, Paul, and George with their now famous mop tops. However, Ringo had still not bought in and converted yet. Problem is, VJ, there was contractual obligations that fell short, and they had to stop selling by the end of the year because of legal complications. What? But even though they had to stop by selling within that year, they still sold 1.3 million copies of the original album. As we jump to January 11th, 1964, that's where this song went to number one, or number one, but it almost didn't, and wait till you hear the story behind it. Talk about the Kingsman, Louie Louie. Can't understand a oh, yeah. damn word he's saying except for Louie Louie. Okay, that's part of it. Okay. The song hit number one on the U.S. charts, but they're lucky that it did. Here's why, guys. The, the record was actually banned by lots and lots of U.S. radio stations because of the indecipherable lyrics. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So much to the point that it was even investigated by the FBI oh my God. <laughs> to find out if any of these were sexually suggested lyrics. So Wooly Bully's okay. Finally, they did. Finally, they concluded there's nothing wrong with it and went on to become number one. Well, they, you know, a lot of people shave now, so it's not a wooly bully. They, right, they, so. they tried to do the same thing with my song when I wrote a song about my girlfriend's Gunter Snort. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank Falco. You, Falco. Thanks, thank Falco. You. Let's stay on January 11th, but let's go to 2003. Bad day for Who fans. That's when Pete Townsend issued a public statement denying being a pedophile. Oh, I- my ironic, God. Ironic song choice. That's why I chose this song. Uh, he was denied being a pedophile after his name was linked to the police internet porn inquiry. Oh, my gosh. His answer to it was, he said, I admit that I was on these sites, but I was studying child pornography pornography oh. for a research to campaign against it. Um, really? Yeah, whatever. What do you have That's to disgusting. research? I have no I couldn't watch one second of it. No. No, me neither. Oh. We know what it is without having to watch it. Thank Pete. you. Absolutely. Thank you. Let's go to uh, January 12th, and let's go to 1993, where hopefully this man's starting a trend. He hasn't so far. A few artists have done this. Oh, I love this song. Van Morrison failed to turn up to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction dinner, making him the very first inductee to do so. Oh, I'm so proud of him. I am too. Yes. Van Morrison, he just went up a level in my in my book. Listen to this. I have his his best dubs on my on my phone. His song, Have I Told You Lately That I Love You? You yeah. know what that is? It's a love letter to God. Say it right 
Oh, oh that's really? awesome. I didn't know that. Absolutely. Mine and Susan's first dance was uh, to Van Morrison, by the way. And the second one was Wheels of Steel. <laughs> no, it was having my baby. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, I just want to hear this. But let's, go, let's move on. Let's go to January 12, 2003. It was a sad day for music because I am unapologetic about loving the Bee Gees. I don't care. I loved them. Even back in my metal days, I would yeah. sneak away somewhere in a closet and listen to the Bee Gees. And so. then you came out. Yeah. Right. And then I came out of the closet. Sad day for the uh, music industry, the Bee Gees. Maurice Gibb died on this day in 2003. Otherwise known as Mo Gibb. He was only 53 years old. He died oh, in a hospital in Miami, Florida, following a heart attack that he had during... What year? 2003. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was talk of issues at the hospital. I don't well, know if that ever it, got resolved. No, that's what it was. It was a, an abdominal surgery. During the surgery, he had, Let out. he had a heart attack. Oh, okay. Uh, the BJ's released. How many Gibbs are left, by the way? Just one. Yeah. The the Pip, main guy, Pib Gibb, Barry, Barry, Barry yeah. Gibb, the, the one that was really good looking in the eighties. Yeah, Andy's yeah. gone. He was solo. Maurice, who was the other one? Pippy Gibb. Pippy Gibb. Yeah, no Pippy. Pippy <laughs> was eaten by a, a shark. Was eaten by a shark. The, the Pippy was not eaten by a shark. Let's move on so we can get them all in. Let's go to uh, the 13th of January, 1968. That's when Johnny Cash, Trailblazer, played a show which was recorded for his forthcoming live album. As we hear Cocaine Blues, the album, live at Folsom Prison Blues. Listen to this. Oh, I love Johnny Cash. He recorded the album in the prison in Sacramento, California, in front of 2,000 inmates. Uh, when he released the single Folsom Prison Blues, uh, it became one of the most famous recordings ever. War is Mexico. As we go to January 13th, 1978. This is a pretty cool story, guys. The police. With a budget of only $2,043.63 that was borrowed from Stuart Copeland's brothers, Miles Copeland III, the police started recording their debut album. No way. At least they had three brothers to ask. Right, right. It's at Survey Sound Studio in England. Their first album cost $2,000. Wow. Uh, the album was later released in that year in 1978. In November of that year, it had hits like So Lonely, Roxanne, and Can't Stand Losing You. And it certainly set I up. love the popo. Oh, don't call him that. The do-da-da, the do-da-da. The, the FBI look into that. Zenyatta Mandata. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's go to uh, January 14th, 1966. That's when David Jones changed his name. As we hear rock and roll suicide, David Jones changed his name from David Jones to David Bowie. He did this to avoid confusion with David Jones from the Monkees uh, that had just uh, found fame. Uh, just in time for the releasing a single, Can't Help Thinking About Me. He would later on in life say that he chose Bowie because of the big Bowie knife. Oh, stop it. Now that's a knife. I was this day old when I figured that out. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Isn't it crazy? Listen to this. You're a rock and roll suicide. I love the guy. Let's go to January 14th. Let's stick there and go 1978. That's when we said adios to friend of the show, Johnny Rotten and the Sex Pistols. The Sex Pistols played their last show at the Winterland Ballroom in San Francisco. 
That's when Johnny Rotten ended the crowd, ended the concert by looking at the crowd while he was on bended knee, said in the microphone, have you ever felt like you've been cheated? Slammed the microphone and walked off stage. It would be the last time that Sid uh, Vicious would ever play with the band in the end of the Sex Pistols. As we go, 1967, the Rolling Stones were forced to change the lyrics when they appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show. Of course, the song is Let's Spend the Night Together. Well, they didn't like that. They said, we need to change that. The censors want to change to Let's Spend Some Time Together. (laughs) So, (laughs) to get on the show... To be on the they Ed did so- it. But Ed Sullivan's where every act yeah. wanted to be. Yeah. So they did it. But Mick Jagger would constantly, ostentatiously roll his eyes at the television camera every time he sang the change lyric. Was he singing about the big knife? He was when he was doing this, it resulted in the host Ed Sullivan getting pissed off that he rolled his eyes. And he banned the Rolling Stones and said they will never perform on the show again. Uh, Do we have time for that? Let's do one more. Uh, It was 1994 when American singer-songwriter Harry Nelson died in his sleep after heart failure after spending the previous day recording uh, this song right here. Made famous, of course, from Midnight Cowboy. Mm -hmm. I'm walking here! <laughs> I'm walking here. I like Ratto Rizzle my first. And that's what happened this week in music. Today's hero is William Crawford. Private U.S. Army. Name of the story is Taking the Initiative. Growing up in Pablo, Colorado, William Crawford was on his own as a boy. He took up boxing and fought in the Golden Gloves, which will come into this story a little bit later. He might have gotten in the ring as a professional, if not for the war. Crawford was a private when his company attacked a German position near Alta Villa, Italy, on September 13, 1943. He was the scout for his platoon, which found himself pinned down by intense machine gun fire as it reached the crest of a hill. As the men scrambled for cover, he saw that one of the enemy machine guns was dug into a terrace above the next hill over. On his own initiative and under heavy enemy fire, he immediately moved towards the gun emplacement. He got within a few yards, then took it out with a grenade, killing the three Germans manning it. The platoon was now able to move forward. When it joined up with Crawford, the Germans opened fire once more. Crawford moved ahead into the fire from two more machine gun nests dug into the terrace ground above him. Charging at the one on his left, he killed the crew with a hand grenade. Then he turned towards the remaining gun, which was concentrating its fire right at him, shooting point blank with his rifle. He killed one of the Germans. As the other Germans jumped out of the emplacement and tried to flee, he seized their machine gun and fired on them while his company advanced behind him. During another battle that took place a few days later, Crawford was captured and was thought to be dead. The Medal of Honor he was awarded was presented posthumously to his father by General Thomas Allen on February 26, 1944. Two months later, his family found out that he was alive. The word arrived at the German prison camp where he was interned. He was a Medal of Honor recipient. Crawford's poor treatment, a German guard tried to beat him. Crawford knocked him out. And it all improved after that. In the spring of 1945, Crawford and his fellow prisoners were liberated. And he returned home 
He re-enlisted in the Army in 1947 and retired in 1967 as a Master Sergeant. And then he took a job as a janitor at the Air Force Academy in 1970. The cadets, unaware of his past, largely ignored him until one of them came across his name in a book about World War II. When questioned, Crawford acknowledged that he had been, indeed, awarded the Medal of Honor. From that moment on, he was a celebrity. On many occasions, Air Force Academy cadets would invite him to special dinners called Dining Inns. Crawford would always be introduced by the president of the mess, and the entire squadron of cadets would give him a standing ovation. Over the years, Crawford mentioned to acquaintances at the Academy that he had wished he had received the medal from a president, as most recipients do. In 1984, he got his wish. Ronald Reagan, speaking at the Air Force Academy graduation, represented Crawford with his Medal of Honor, extolled his heroism in front of the cheering cadets. Today's hero is William Crawford, born May 19, 1918 in Colorado. He died March 15th in the year 2000 at Palmer Lake, Colorado. William Crawford. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.